to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. Well, it was the Chiefs' fourth Super Bowl. Their third win in the last five years. Their fourth Super Bowl in the last five years. Ben Fred, I know you loathe the NFL, but you got to hand it to them. They know how to put on a party. Yeah, it was a heck of a show. Um, and I'm, no, I'm not hoarse today because I was cheering one way or the other last night. I think I'm coming down with a little bit of a bug here. But uh, the Super Bowl could not have asked for a better a better game. I know people are complaining and whining about any time the game ever features good defense, people think it's a bad game. But if that was the case, it picked up when it got to, to overtime and beyond. And um, the Chiefs found a thrilling way to win it. Um, and they're – I think they're right. What Patrick Mahomes said is they've started a dynasty there in Kansas City. And the thing is, McGraw, I don't exactly see how it's going to end anytime soon. Andy Reid, I think, wants to keep coaching. Patrick Mahomes wants to keep playing quarterback at a high level. Travis Kelsey said he'd be back next year. We'll see if those decisions stand. But this is probably the worst Chiefs team we've seen during this era and their Super Bowl champs. Yeah, and uh, I mean, my only saving grace is that the Philadelphia Eagles fired Andy Reid. He wasn't good enough to coach the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles, and he goes on to win three Super Bowls with the with the Chiefs. Yeah, he's uh, he's he's pretty good, and I think it showed. Coaching showed in this game in overtime. Um, I don't know if you saw some of the quotes that were coming out of both locker rooms after the game, but it sure sounded like the Chiefs were a lot more prepared for an overtime scenario in the new postseason rules than the 49ers were. Uh, multiple 49ers players were saying, yeah, we weren't really aware of the new overtime rules. They've changed. We we always just kind of figure it's best to take the ball when, when you get to overtime. Um, and that was the wrong approach because it did two things. One, it, it put the Chiefs in a spot where if the 49ers scored – a, a touchdown, um, and then the Chiefs got their shot. They could go for two to win the game to never give the ball back for the 49ers. Um, and, and it also, um, you know, it, it, gave the, it gave the Chiefs an opportunity to know exactly what they had to do on the drive. Um, the, I think the 49ers, according to their head coach, were hoping, McGraw, that they could potentially hold the Chiefs to a field goal um, if, they, if they had to settle for a field goal first. And then they could have gotten the ball first in the sudden death format in like the third possession of overtime. But the problem is there, you're, you're betting on two things. You're betting on the Chiefs not scoring a touchdown and going for two with the best quarterback in the world. And, and you're betting on, on the chance that, that you're going to get that opportunity to get the ball back a third time. So when you kick the field goal, they had to have known they were about to lose the game. Yeah. And they had to have realized they, they made a mistake taking the ball. Yeah, it's just Patrick Mahomes, man, I, it's Jordan-esque. It's Brady-esque. There's just some people that know how to do it, and they played, you know, average okay the three-quarters of the way. And then when, yeah, the, yeah. Right, when, the, in the, hot, when the spotlight's the hottest, then they play the best. Yeah, he's like uh, he almost had the look of like a boxer who kind of you know just hangs in through through however many rounds it takes until he knows he's got to go win the round, win the fight, and then he's there. He didn't play great last night, but he made the plays with his legs that he needed to do to keep the game within reach, and then he made you know ultimately the play that, that won the whole game. I thought Travis Kelsey was incredibly impressive. I mean, here's a guy who. It had a meltdown in the first half. Is pushing his coach around. Um, I'm sure they've worked that out since now. But he was looking like a lunatic, not playing well, not getting the ball. 
And then he, in the second half, he goes out and carries the game and dang near won it in, in regulation. So he knew the world was watching him. He performed. The, the star of the show that won't get any attention is the defense. Um, you know, former Rams coach Steve Spagnuolo McGraw has now won four Super Bowls as the coordinator. He's the first to ever do it. And I thought that Chiefs defense in the second half was the difference maker. They've allowed the fewest, I think, second half points of any team uh, in the NFL this season, and they showed why after the adjustments, adjustments they made against the 49ers team that was really kind of cutting them up early in the game. That, that was, to me, was the difference in the game. It gave the offense a chance to kind of find its footing. Well, he could be, the, he might be the greatest defensive coordinator of all time, but could be going down as one of the worst coaches, head coaches of all time. <laughs> you got to be a pretty good defensive coordinator to get people, most people to forget you're one of the worst head coaches of all time. <laughs> that's the way I view it. Didn't he? Didn't usually he, that's, usually a failed head coach is at the top of your resume. Right. But he's managed to move it down a tick and put his, his, his success as a DC above it. Gotta love him. Um, other news, Blues, hey, I know no one was paying attention, but but the Blues, uh, don't look now. What have they won? Six of the last seven? Yeah, and they came back, and they get right back on track after the All-Star break. I think a lot of folks were disappointed about the kind of the, the egg they laid entering the All-Star break, understandably so. They lost the game one nothing at home. Well, how are they going to respond after time off? Well, they look like the team that was playing before that. Um, they've gone out and won two since the break. They, I know you love those postseason projection percentages. Um, you're a big fan of those. They're, they're creeping up to about 25-plus percent, so – They've got a real shot here to to have something to play for down the stretch, and they're they've got a real shot to make you know Doug Armstrong think long and hard about not making moves at the trade deadline that kind of tear up the team for the future. Now he may look to make some some win now and later moves, and I don't think they're going to convince him to be a buy now. Don't worry about the future kind of guy with how this team is and its rebuild, but uh, they are they are maybe buying some time to to give themselves more of a chance to keep this thing rolling. And then uh, pitchers and catchers, the best thing about the Super Bowl is that football season's over with and baseball's right around the corner. Any, no movement on free agents, even though you were trying to goose the Cardinals. You're trying to shame the Cardinals in your powerful column to do something. <laughs> Still crickets coming out of the front office. Well, they, I think they like what they got. Um, they, they've added a bunch of relievers. They've added their three starters very early. And I think uh, they're going to head down to camp and, and see how things look see if everybody's healthy and ready to roll. And they're in a spot where they can just wait. If they want to do something else, kind of as a surprise, they can wait until agents and players get desperate. That that urgency, there's still so many guys available still out there. That urgency starts to build when players, when players' families see camps opening and start to see people playing baseball and they don't know where they're going to live next year. So I think it's going to be an interesting week. Some of these free agents will come off the board, but – yeah, I don't expect the Cardinals to be super active. Um, it'll be interesting what route they go if they get to spring and see, okay, maybe somebody's not feeling quite right or something like that. It happens every year. But we'll have a better sense of that. Uh, we'll have a better sense of that here soon. All my colleagues, some of my colleagues are already headed are already down in Jupiter for our post-dispatch coverage of the Cardinals baseball. So that, to me, is a sign that spring is right around the corner here. What are you doing? Are you going down there? What's your plan? Yeah, I'll be going. To, I go down. They, they don't let me go down and cover all the fun. Spring is sprung, grass is green, blue, sky is blue stuff. I have to go down there and write all the, you know, uh, this guy shouldn't be on the team. <laughs> all the nasty <laughs> stuff. Kinda, yeah, yeah, that's my job. Well, uh, well, we should say that um, you having an infant and you having a little un, uh, under the weather 
the next five years you're going to be under the weather because your infant's going to be bringing <laughs> home all sorts of uh, crud for the next couple of years. So yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right. So I'm getting used to it. Yeah. Uh, by the way, uh, Zach's uh, just announced he's having his first one. Did you hear that news? All right. No, I didn't know. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yep. We yeah. are having a baby boy. Baby boy, staying Fantastic. away from. Yeah, staying away from our kids. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, there's, there's going to be – we'll have to get all the KTRS kids together for a photo sometime. That'd be fun. <laughs> McGraw did not think. What? <laughs> McGraw's <laughs> – I don't want. I don't want. I don't want Emerson hanging around with that riffraff from Josh Gilbert's family. Come on, man. Leave the kids out of it, McGraw. That's like rule number one. Ben Fred earlier, McGraw said, "Oh, now I got to get you a gift." I said, "What are you going to start sending all your socks and toiletries <laughs> yeah, to my I'll house?" Send them socks and dress socks. Ben, I got to bring that stuff in. Yes, hey, you do. Uh, real quick. Yeah, who's your sponsor, quick, Ben Fred? I was actually stunned this. I was actually stunned this morning. I didn't have a text from Josh Gilbert asking me to explain the NFL overtime rules in the postseason in great detail. I was, I was. It was the biggest upset of the Super Bowl. Uh, McGraw Sunday Best is my sponsor. They are doing brunch on Saturdays now. You can check them out at SundayBestChickenOnline.com. You can also uh, you can also check them out this season at St. Louis City SC games. They're going to have a stand there given out uh, uh, their, their fried chicken sandwiches. So if you check that out at the game and like what you see, you can also go down in person or get it delivered. Ben, Fred, take care of that cough. We'll talk to you on Friday. Have a good week. Sounds good, man. See ya.